What's up, people? Welcome back to the show. I'm excited to have this guest on the show because I love talking to people that do something that everybody does, everybody knows about at a higher level. So, Swire, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Chris. Uh, thank you for having me on your show. I always like to start off at kind of where you are now, right? I want to give people reason to listen to you. So what makes you the promo guy? Like, how did you get that name? I still feel somewhat uncomfortable talking to for for myself, but what I the business that I'm in, I'm in the promotional part of business because as you know, it's very competitive. People think our industry is commodity driven. In some way it is kind of. So I kind of wanted to stand out and make a name for myself. The name Swire is unique already, uh, but I wanted to own that phrase. So I used the, my full name, Swire Ho, and I created a hashtag, the promo guy. So if everyone listening now Google my name, Swire Ho, hashtag the promo guy, I actually plan all the information around my business and myself. So if you Google that name, you see all the information that I want you to see. I love that. I think having that kind of setup is a real key that more people need to think about. Like what happens when somebody Googles you? What pops up? I thought about that like last year for the first time. And I realized that I didn't take it serious to be honest in the beginning. I was, nobody's going to Google me, but now I'm at the level where people actually do Google me. And I love that my podcast and different shows I've been on come up. I love that part. So in terms of being a promo guy, do you have like a different strategy or different things you promote? Like what makes your process different from everybody else's? Mm -hmm. Usually when people think about the promotional product industry, they like to use the word swag, which stands for stuff we all get. So my approach is instead of giving it to everyone, what if I could create a VIP experience? Because we want, we always want to be exclusive. When we go to a restaurant, when we go to a club, we want to be VIP. Mm -hmm. Why not? If narrow your focus to a certain individual who can afford and pay for your uh, business full price, and those are your VIP, and you actually don't need to focus for everyone, uh, whatever business that you're in, and you know that's my approach. And you know I ask a lot of questions to help my client identify who the VIPs are, and then that's what we're going after. Oh, I love that. I love that. You know what? We should do a little exercise. Let's make up a, a fake business and then you can make like a fake promotion for them, right? I think that'd be really fun. I think that'd help a lot of people understand the concept you just explained. So let's put it in action. Mm -hmm. Let's say that I am, uh, I have a, a makeup business. I do makeup and that's my service. And I also do hair, right? So I'm like in the service industry, I do buy and resell some products or whatever. That's like a smaller part of my business. Right. So how would I have an exclusive promotion that fits that business right there? Well, the first question that I'll ask you, if assuming that you're in business for a little bit, you know, who are your top client? You know, clients that spend more than the regular customer, like who will come in, mm. do your hair, makeup, and then they walk up with a bunch of stuff. You know, I'm sure that there are dream scenarios. There are people like that. So once you're able to tell me who they are, maybe there's an age, maybe there's a, a gender, maybe there's our, uh, you know, when they come in, right? So maybe they only come in uh, after they drop off their kids and they uh, have some questionable income that they could spend. So once you tell me who they are, what kind of people they are, then we could now focus down to things that 
related to them because you know give when people send you a gift you want to make sure that it's very you right you don't, if i create the same gift and give it to 100 people maybe i could connect with some of them but i could be sure that i cannot con- connect with all of them so the more that you could find out and tell me about uh, who they are you know the, the better that we can narrow down that search okay i like the first thing you said about the highest paying customers. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point that a lot of businesses don't really think about because you're going to have like out of your 100% of customers, the top 20% spend more than the bottom 80%. That's like the stat in business or whatever. So I love the idea of like having this extra thing that's just for the top 20% because I think more people want to get into that top 20% and stay there. So I love I love mm-hmm. that concept. Now, when it comes to the this process, is it more of like a one-time thing or is it something you're doing consistently for these special customers? Yeah, and what I want to use, and I, I've actually tried it myself. Let's say you're a new business uh, professional, right? You haven't been in business for that long. You can actually now ask AI for that. So the question that you just asked me, I will ask AI, think as of, a hair salon owner, who will be the top client? And then you can add, actually add on question, what do they concern most about? And then you mm. could actually drill down to, that obviously wouldn't be a personal, like a 100% personal like list, but it will get you close enough to know, like these people usually spend more on this. And then when you know there are other groups like me, I don't go to hair salon. So like, don't waste your marketing dollar on me. So there are people who go there every week or, you know, every couple of days. So those are the people that you should go after and then filter down. Those are your VIPs. Mm, I love that. See, this is a really good process. I think every business needs something like this, but from your perspective, what businesses does it work for the most? Like what company have you worked with? Was it a service business? Did they sell like products Did they have a brick and mortar store? Like in your experience, what companies are using this concept the most and getting the best results? We work with a diverse, you know, number of business, you know, big, small, mom and pop, retail, uh, online business. I think you have to believe in the process because a lot of of my clients, they would spend a lot of money doing the lead capture, right? Buying, uh, you know, online ads, you know, be on social media just to get people coming through the door. And I like to ask this question and kind of, for myself to filter if they are a good client of me, because also I wanted to talk in my VIP. I asked them, you know, how much, how much, what, what what's your process to uh, retain those clients? Once they purchase from you, what do you do afterwards? So, and then I'll listen because mm. a lot of times company will spend zero dollar when people purchase from them. Uh, Thank you for your business. Bye. And then they never talk to them again, but there are company who value uh, the actual paying client. And these are the client that can, if you match with a good promotional product campaign, can actually give you a lot of uh, referral-based business and will give you a lot of repeat business. And the referrals in service businesses, referrals are how a lot of businesses thrive. But I find that a lot of service businesses don't have a referral system set up, even mm-hmm. though that's the best way to grow your business. So what you're talking about is a great way to kind of tie those things together where you're doing this great thing for your VIPs and then they love that extra thing. So that's the thing that makes them refer other people to you. 
So it could really tie everything together. I love that concept. Yeah, because most majority of the company would spend on the lead capturing. They really don't think about yeah. once they bought from you, obviously they like you somehow, right? They, they give you the money to buy your product and services. Why not make sure that they, first of all, they're happy. Maybe they purchase from you, they're not happy, right? They just need it at the time and you happen to have it. So you make sure that they're happy. And then, you know, this question will cost you zero dollar. And what you want to follow up is, do you happen to know a colleague, friends or family members that can use our product and services? Would you mind to make that introduction for us? You know, mm -hmm. if you ask that question, then you get so many referrals because people assume they will, uh, our customer will tell others about our product and services. They're not. If you don't ask them for it, you don't get. Mm, I love that. This is a really good process. So let me get some examples of how you would treat a VIP, right? So with one of your favorite clients, what have been some great VIP things that they've kind of done or given to their top level clients to really keep them around? Well, the name of the game is uh, personalization, because if I give you, uh, you know, I, I watch your podcast, I know that you like the Lakers, you like Kobe. So if I give you something that related to that realm, and I know you as a person, Chris, then I could personalize that gift uh, to you. And what that serve purpose in nowadays is we all have a cell phone. We are all mini reporters, right? So if you see something cool, if you see something nice, what would you do, Chris? I'm probably going to share it with somebody else. Probably. Right. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> so you probably share it with your friends or you uh, text it to them or you can post it. I just got something cool from this company and it will be on your social media. So you're actually using the cost for the product, right? And to create a lot of mini ambassador for your company. So even if I have only have 10 followers, you know, these 10 followers are probably people I can influence or people I could you know, sway onto you. You know, imagine when we talk now about your favorite coffee, your favorite car manufacturer, your favorite basketball team. We already have the mind uh, or name set. You know, how can you be become that go-to name for your company, your industry, or the uh, service and products that you're in? You know, it takes time to develop this relationship. And promotional product, in my opinion, is a very subtle way that you can build in to kind of a lifestyle that the client will go through. Mm, I love that. I love it. And one promotional product I've used a lot online are courses. I love the digital products of like being able to give a course or a workshop. And right now I'm actually working on a book that I want to give away. I mm -hmm. just think having those things like to give to even my high level service clients People just love it. They love to feel special, especially if you like are mailing them something physical. People love to mm -hmm. get packages, right? <laughs> like, like they just love that stuff. That's a really unique way to build that connection with uh, customers. Yeah, it's all about the unboxing experience now, right? We see influencers, they unbox things, they, they look happy, they look glamorous. Uh, but even though for us who are not big time influencers, do you like to receive a gift from the mail? Then you will open up the unboxing experience. If you're smart, you do some personalization. Uh, you make them feel like they're special, they're unique. Only you are getting this box right now because you are a value client. So, and you want to plan your call to action. What would you like people to do when they receive your gift? You know, this is a lot of things. A lot of times, companies don't think about that. If I send you a gift, Chris, 
what would you, what would we as a company want you to do? Do we, are we trying to have you talk about our company or do we want you to wear it and go with your life? Uh, people don't think about that and they just send gifts. Mm. That's a really good point. And I'm thinking, what would I want people to do? For me, the number one thing I want somebody to do is subscribe to my podcast. That's like mm -hmm. at the top of the list for me. Subscribe to my show, right? One mm -hmm. of my many shows I have, subscribe to that. And second would be, I don't know, maybe follow me on some social platform, something, or join the email list, something like that. Yeah. So what would you say are some top call to actions that you've seen used in different businesses? Just some examples of those great call to actions. Well, in using you as an example, right, when you wanted to connect with followers, that could be, let's say, a QR code that they could scan on the phone right away to subscribe uh, your podcast on the cell phone. That's one thing. Or maybe you are, you know, coming up with different tips uh, that you you like to share with the listener. So by signing up your uh, newsletter, they're able to access, right, exclusive content from you, mm. right, which you are going to be individualized to send it to them. So these are some of the good ways. And, you know, when a salesperson like myself, we, we also send holiday gifts, but we don't send it around uh, December. We send it way in advance. Why is that? Because we wanted to send our holiday gift early. We want to be the first one that they receive. And then I will follow up with a conversation to talk business. So I'm actually using my gift giving as a leeway for me to engage that conversation, you know, to try, try to drum up more business for myself. Wow. That is, wow. That's good. That's a really good concept. I think that's a good way to get in the door, especially before the new year, but they get too distracted. And if you send it like after Thanksgiving, but before, way before Christmas Eve, you kind of have their full attention and you know that they aren't going to be tired of unboxing or tired of posting <laughs> other things. Right. Cause I think sometimes overwhelm can come into play. Um, man, these promotional tactics I think are really good. Now, one question I know business owners always think about is cost. Mm -hmm. How much does a campaign like this usually cost? I think it depends on once you, you can answer that question by tell me, who your VIPs are. So that question would be, you know, I look at that myself too. I looked at, uh, you know, I, I believe in the 80-20 rule. So I looked at three years of my uh, sales, right? So I know I noticed that the top 10 of my client gave us 70% off business. That means that if I hang on to this 10 clients, uh, we will be pretty good anywhere, you know, to do, to do that. So that kind of answered the question. And if you wanted to come up with a budget, you know, what do you anticipate the call to action to be? Because think about that. You don't have to give gift, right? So let's get that clear. But then the gift will serve as your mini silent ambassador. Because if you value me as your VIP, you wouldn't send me something that cheap. Then I will mm. just throw away in the trash. So that kind of answer and narrow down that question. And, you know, there, there's, you know, depending on also, what is the revenue that they're giving? So for a hair salon, uh, the, the type of gift that they have versus a service company who may charge, you know, their client, you know, a five or six digit, you know, revenue for per year. So you have to kind of balance with the dollar amount uh, for the kind of gift that you will be sending them. This is a really interesting concept. I'm thinking of ways right now that I can use this for my podcast and my client's uh -huh. podcast. Cause I have some high level clients now and 
these people have books, they have webinars, they have all kind of stuff. Um, so I'm just thinking about how could my clients use this as podcast hosts that also have thriving businesses. Because I think treating those top level customers at a high level, it also creates that FOMO for the other customer that is support of your brand. Like, let's say, for example, you send out some free book or whatever, and then they post it on Instagram, you repost it to your story. Your other customers that follow you on Instagram are now looking at your story and they see this other person get posted. They see the stuff that they got and they're like, man, how do I join this club? I missed out. So I think FOMO is a big part of this too. Yeah, especially, you know, now you're on that point. Let's talk about YouTube. If you are a content creator and if you hit a certain milestone, let's say, you know, someone getting big 100,000 or, you know, half a million followers, they'll actually uh, send you a plaque. You know, you get exclusive content and you get the recognition, right? So uh, can you as a company uh, value your uh volume buyer your vips so maybe even give them something special that they could uh kind of show off in front of their peer that might already be a very good uh campaign uh to consider mm, something they can show off in front of their peers that's kind of a good way to kind of put it there so people can get it you know um i love that perspective on it too because me thinking about it as a creator now that gives me a lot more ways I can look at this. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to cost uh, or be a tangible product even. Like when you're on Twitch, if you are a uh, you know good streamer, they just give you a batch. Or if you're a Discord, they give you a, a different icon. People already will go crazy just to get that icon, just to show off. I know, right? And then they can post it <laughs> on their other social platforms. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So I think when it comes down to something like this, you need creativity creativity sounds like it's a big part of this um number two it's really understanding who that top level customer is and what they want um i do this thing i love doing this where i just go and talk to my people like i just like to get on zoom and just talk like let's just have a conversation for 20 or 30 minutes so i can understand your current problems uh your current goals things you want and it helps me improve my service but now with this conversation, it makes me even think about what more I could give them so they can bring me more people like them. Right. Mm -hmm. So I love this concept that you've created, you know, and what was your thought process in coming up with something like this? Like, how did you build an entire business around this? That's a, that's a good question. And I think I'm, I'm still in the learning process because I know if you ask right question, you get good answers by, and by having good answers, you know, it could help you navigate your uh, strategy a lot better because if you don't have the data to support you, if you haven't talked to your customer forever, right? How do you know what people want from you? Maybe, mm -hmm. you know, you as a company want to offer something, but then word on the street is they want some other thing. So that's why company goes under and company goes uh, irrelevant. You know, so I think, but with you, Chris, talking to your customer, and it's kind of hard to ask this question in the beginning, but if you are ever talk to your client and listen to talk to your clients, ask this question, uh, you have a lot of choices out there. You know, certainly we have our competitors. Why do you choose to work with us instead of them? And then you wanted to pay attention, listen for what they're going to say. 
you know, these are the, the key points that separate yourself from the others. Maybe they like how you sound. Maybe they like how you communicate with them. Maybe they like some other things. So those are the things that you should do more of. Wow, that is a really good way to put it. Uh, so where can people go to get more information on this, to work with you? I'm pretty sure you do some level of consulting for something like this, because I think a lot of people would need it. So how can people find you? Well, first, if you want to Google me, Google Swaiho Hashtag the Promo Guy. If you want to uh, connect me, uh, I'm active on LinkedIn. You can go to uh, LinkedIn and do uh, Swaiho. And Chris, I'm going to send you a, a custom link. You know, So uh, when listeners uh, click on that link, they could schedule for a free consultation with me where we could go into a deep dive, uh, you know, see your the, the branding that you have, and then be ready. I'm going to ask you all the questions that I just mentioned for the show. So in order to find out who your VIPs are and what in your view, uh, you know, that you want to create and roll out the red carpet for your client, and then, you know, the, ultimately, you know, you could all turn your client to your mini ambassadors. Perfect, man. I love that. Swire, I got to thank you for being on the show. This was like value from beginning to end. It's perfect. Just how I love my content, man. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Chris.